Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? It's me, Egbert, once again. I'm the new owner of this station. I went out and hired the best talk radio consultant, Jeff Allen from News Talk STL, and told him to hire the worst talent he could find. Jeff did exactly as I told him. Ladies and gentlemen, here are Brad and John. You know, I always love different people's perspectives. Last break, John, you were talking about there's no I in team. Yes. Mike Otten, who is a great guy, helped me out with the radio station, used to be on the air here with the old KSOQ way, way, way back when. He texted me and he says, there is an I in win. Now think about that Ooh, for a minute. Oh, nice. Yes, I think, what a great... And info dude comes through <laughs> right, with, a, with, right. a, with, with some wordplay there. There is an I in win. I really like that. Okay. I like that. Here's the story. Uh, I watched these guys. The the you know the YouTube thing goes in 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 uh, in uh, you know sort of trends. But there's one guy. Uh, what's the guy's? He's, he's he's interesting guy. He's called Vice Grip Garage. And his thing is he goes and buys these cars and trucks and things like that. They've been sitting in a field for like 20 years, and he drives them home for like 800 miles. Okay. And then there's the other <laughs> the other guys that buy like Ferraris and things like that that've been in wrecks. And then there's this one guy. The guy's name is uh, John Ross. He's in Wichita, Kansas, and he has this website called Watch JR Go. And he does a little bit of everything. Interesting. His father is this mechanical whiz. And they, they one one episode they did like series of they fixed a a a car compactor at a junkyard. You know the big monstrous machine yeah, that, that crushes yeah. the cars, stuff like that. His latest thing is he bought a Corvette, relatively inexpensively. Uh, it's about a 22 year old Corvette. I think it was like a, tw- a 2001, 2002, and he got it at the insurance auction because it had no glass in it. The windshield. The, the two, you know, uh, front and, uh, the you know, because it doesn't have rear doors, you know, the two doors, left and right, driver and passenger, and the rear window all completely knocked out of it. Plus, it was black and it had white house paint on it, okay? He yeah. finds out the story behind this, that the guy who owned it, his girlfriend got mad at him, so she went outside and she knocked out all the windows in his car and threw white house paint on his black Corvette, and the insurance company totaled it, okay? Now, once again, you know, we go back to to Carrie Underwood, one of her big hits, you know, before he cheats. You know the lyrics? Yeah, yeah, the whole where, where she's encouraging people to right. commit property damage right. because, she takes, oh, because of a woman's jealousy. Right, she takes a Louisville yeah. slugger to both headlights, you know, uh, you know, that whole kind of thing. So it, it goes both ways. Now, yeah, wh- of course. And, and by the way, so first of all, I really hope that woman was hot. Oh, the one that knocked out the windows? Yeah, like, so, I mean, it'd be, like, and also think at different points of your life, you would forgive that activity if the woman is hot enough. Because if you look at the hot and crazy continuum, like, (laughs) if she's super hot, she's probably going to be super crazy, or there's a good chance she's going to be super crazy. But if she does that kind of stuff and she's not, you know, at least a solid seven, like, why would you keep her around? John, I'm snorting. John Mail Chauvin is big there. That's who he is. <laughs> well, I mean, seri- like, Brad, seriously. Now, can you imagine it, the, the story would change a little bit if you saw her picture and she was what your generation would call a knockout, Brad? Right. Like, then you'd be like, 
you know, maybe you fix the car and spend a couple more months with her. My generation would call him a knockout. Like, that's right. You know, when, well, you know, she's the kind of gal we'd tug to the Glenn Miller concerts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> da, 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 da. That's my generation. listen to some Pennsylvania 6 5000, <laughs> right, you know? Right, right. <laughs> we'd go on a sentimental journey with, with Glenn Miller Band. No, but, but, so, okay. So, so you're saying if she was a 10, it's okay that she knocked out the guy's no, windows and, and in the car? I, mean, I personally wouldn't put up with that because if a man has options, you're going to next her, right? Like, just whatever. Like, right. there's, there's always another one that's that hot, you know, 10 wow. minutes away. Listen but to... if, I don't know, if you're, in, if you're in a rural area and you don't have a lot of, <laughs> you don't have a lot of 10s, I don't know. She, on one hand, she probably has a lot of passion, if you know what I mean. John... She's knocking out a windshield. She's probably got a little gumption to her. You John, know what I'm saying? I think we've lost all our female listeners. <laughs> I don't think we had any to begin with. I think the smartest woman in the world is going to text and say, this is finally the last episode. <laughs> yes. She's not going to listen anymore. No, but uh, see, uh... Once again, there's interesting things about that, that if you know very attractive women, they talk about the fact that they can get away with things that other women can't. And oh, of course. Yeah. Let's be honest with that. Now, let's say that doesn't work with a dude. If you're of a good course look, not. If you're a dude. Now, the, the, but the flip side of that, a woman would say, if I were a bra-burning feminist here, I would say that men have enjoyed the privilege of status and wealth and have flexed that. So if you're a fat, balding lawyer from Ledoux in 1985 and you get pulled over by a cop, or let's say you're, you know, you're one of the bushes and you kill somebody in a car accident in Tucson, Arizona or wherever, and you say, yeah, but I'm a rich guy. Come on, pal, can't you help me out? Before body cams and in the 1980s, because of your status, you would get off scot-free. And today, you're a pretty girl and you need a little help here and there. like. You enjoy what we call pretty privilege, which is men will always give you a break if you're attractive. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned something there recently that I've said this before, and I had a police officer. Or, no, I was I was listening to something, and and it was it was some like high fluting guy. It was a police chief or a, a captain or something like that, and he said exactly what I said. The body camera thing is a perfect example of of uh, the, uh, the law, of unintended, law consequences. of unintended consequences because the body cameras were supposed to show the police beating the snot out of some guy who didn't do yes. anything wrong or, you know, are, 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 you know are, are pulling a black guy out of a car because of the fact that he ran a red light, you know, and you're beating him with your billy club or your, you know, your mag light <laughs> flashlight and stuff like that. But instead, what it's proven is that the cops, like 80 to 90 percent of the time, are in the right and the criminals are the terrible yes. people. And yeah, and, and sorry to interrupt, Brad, but it also shows the tremendous restraint shown by a number of law enforcement officials. Boy, you said that exactly right because of the fact that I mean, like, like for example, I, I there's a there's these guys. Once again, there's these car guys and these two guys. The one guy's from Canada, the one guy's from California, and they drive all these Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And they run this re website called Daily Driven Exotics (DDE), and almost every single day. 
They've got a video of the one guy getting pulled over by the cops, and he's always arguing with the cops. I wasn't going 98. What kind of radar gun do you have? Blah, 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 blah. You're just pulling me up because I got a fast car. And I'm going like, yep. dude, after you get pulled over for about the 20th time, you know, it's not because you're driving a fast car. It's because you're driving a fast car fast. That's yeah. what that's what the deal on it is. And, you know, and once again, it's to the point where, especially in California, California has all these crazy laws. I mean, like you can't have... Do you know about this? You can't have a modified vehicle in California. If you have a Ferrari and you put on a competition exhaust or a Lamborghini, whatever, if you modify that car, it's illegal in California. I didn't know that. You, no. It has to be exactly op, you know, bone stock from the factory. No, I, I, I had no idea about that. And especially with you know exhaust and you know and headers and things like that, illegal, illegal, illegal. Now. Do guys do it all the time, you know? But once again, do they get caught? Eh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. But you well, know, and let, let's go back to the, the windshield example, Brad. So, a guy, if a guy tells you, "Hey, my girlfriend took a baseball bat and broke out my windshield and boy, and, and threw paint all over my car," the first question a man or a woman asks is, "Wow, what'd you do to make her so mad?" Right. Exactly. Right? Now, a guy comes home drunk from the bar with his girlfriend and she was talking to a higher status man or a man that the guy doesn't like, whatever. And the guy puts his fist through a wall and starts cursing. People say to the woman, oh, my God, did you call the police? Oh, my God, are you OK? Oh, my God, does he have a history of doing this to you? So we look at those two situations differently because the blame is always on the man. In the first case, the blame is, well, clearly he did something to make that woman mad. And in the second case, we know that the woman is perpetually the victim. The guy put his fist through a wall because he's just a bad man and he and he lacks control and he's probably hit her in the past. Well, the flip side of that. And you're exactly right uh, in, in the respect that how it's viewed. And I will give you an example. Once again, me, a young guy working for the police department, one of the officers had a friend. And the guy came into the, uh, into, you know, the office a few times, and I met him, who looked like he had been into a, in a fight recently. And my officer that I worked with told me that his friend had an abusive wife. And she would beat him regularly, but he would never, ever turn her in because of the fact that that shows that he was weak. That anybody who would, a man who would be beaten by a woman, there's something wrong with that. Because yeah, of the fact yeah. That, I mean, first of all, it'd be shameful to say well, that. Now, in today, we know that in competitive sports, it's, it's fair for a woman to compete against a man because that's okay. I don't know how this woman happened to identify it, if she was actually a biological woman or not. But the point, your point, Brad, is that there's so much shame around a man being assaulted by a woman that, of course, men aren't going to report that. Now, to me, the broader issue here and the broader problem there is that and I know people make excuses about kids, and we've talked about this before. Men can use kids as a meat shield, essentially, to rationalize their bad decisions. But why would you stay in a relationship with a woman who clearly can't control her emotions, who clearly assaults you, disrespects you enough to lay hands on you? Why would you want to include that kind of chaos in your life? Well, look at it both ways, from the woman's perspective, from the man's perspective. Why would a woman want to stay in a relationship with a guy who is abusive to her verbally, physically? And and the flip side of that. Matter of fact, there's a very high-profile case right now. It's high-profile, at least as far as the social media community is concerned. I don't know the names, but a guy and a gal, they're not married, they're boyfriend, girlfriend, very high-profile, you know, on Instagram and things like that. And uh, she allegedly murdered him. And 
her defense is that he was always very abusive to her. Now, what's interesting about this is since they live in this life of the cameras always on, all these videos have come out, and sometimes they were like collabing with people, and where she's beating the crap out of him. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. she's like, and I'm not talking like one video. There's like five or six videos that surface where she's just wailing on him, and he's like in the defensive position with his arms up, trying to get like not whacked in the face. Yeah. and supposedly yeah. the story is that that he attacked her one night, and she got out a, a you know a knife and defended herself by stabbing him 46 times or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure it, I'm sure it took 46 stabs. <laughs> right. I'm sure. That that wasn't some sort of, you know, over histrionic overkill there. But yeah, man, I guess it? we'll leave that to the judge and jury. How do we get to talking about this? A quick story, and I'll give you this. This is sort of a weird one. When I used to fly helicopters back in the day, okay, we had a small little hangar we worked out of. And at the time, this was when my I was the hiatus because I flew, and then I, I got taken off because they hired my old boss, he needed a woman to fly the helicopter. So they hired a wonderful lady who I'm still <laughs> friends with to this day, Kay Lindbergh. Okay, that was her air name. Her real name was Kay Morgan. She's married right now, and I won't give her her real name. But um, at the time, she was married and not in a very good marriage. So Alan Barklage, who never really made a lot of money up until you know the later part of his career, was making a little bit more money, and he went out and bought his wife a new car, the first new car they ever had. And there was a problem with it. They, you know, he's going to take it to the dealer. So once again, we're flying traffic where we get done at like 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning, and then you really don't have to be back till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So he was going to take the car. He swapped cars with his wife, and he was going to take his wife's car and take it by the dealership. So Kay's husband, at the time they're still, they're still married, shows up at the office unannounced, comes up on his motorcycle, and accuses Kay of having an affair with Alan Barklage. Oh, wow. And he just goes ape. And he says, whose new car is that out in front? And Kay says, that's Alan's wife's new car. So this guy goes out. It's not funny because it was funny at the time, but it still is sort of funny. This guy goes out, and keep in mind, he drove up there in his motorcycle. He breaks out every window in the car. Every single window in the car, literally. I mean, this was like a four-door car. Mm-hmm. Broke out, you know, you know, front and back, windshield, you know, everything. All the, the side glass. There was no glass left in the car. And then he chases her around in the office. And this is the sad part of the story. Chases her around in the office and, and with his motorcycle helmet. She runs out of the office. And we had these windows, you know, like, I don't know if you've seen these. You don't see them too much anymore. But, they, but like, you'd see them, like, in, in school buildings that would, like, fold down. They'd go, oh, like, yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I remember those for sure. Right. So she want, runs out of the front door, makes a left, and catches one of these right in her face. And she goes down, and, you Ooh. know, and she's got, like, some major, you know, bruising, and she's bleeding in the whole bit. And he gets freaked out because of the fact that now she's down on the ground, you know, he just broke out all the windows in her, in her in you know Alan's car and now his wife is laying there bleeding and he jumps on his motorcycle and takes off okay so wow that's good uh, the fight or flight kicked in and he chose to run away bang he runs away so you know she gets taken to the hospital and ultimately the, everything worked out well with her but so the, the funny part of the story was since Alan was accused of, of being a philanderer he didn't want to tell his wife what happened to the car. So so he had to find a, and once again, this was a relatively new car at the time. So, and I, and I think they had a problem finding the glass. So he told his wife that there was a recall on the car and it wouldn't be, a, they, they couldn't have it for another week. Oh, <laughs> no. 
Why didn't he just say that there was a marauding pack? <laughs> excuse me, and a, a marauding pack of vandals. I don't. You know, who, who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, once again, and the crazy thing about it is, is this is this is the crazy part of this. And man, you know what? I want to have him on the air someday. At the time, Kay flew with one of the pilots that I flew with, a wonderful guy. And they were like oil and water. They were like, they didn't get along at all. And they had fights all the time. And they were all already at each other's throats. I think they've been married for 30 years now. So, wow. <laughs> and, and, and they have this incredible relationship where they're both, you know, professional helicopter pilots and the whole bit. And I always find it. And I see pictures of them all the time. And her daughter, who used to come when she, and when she worked for me for a while with my traffic network thing, she used to come to work with her daughter, who at the time was like one or two years old. And I see pictures of her daughter, who is just like a knockout. Excuse me, I had to use that because... There's a knockout. That, that there we John, go. John said that's what old guys use, you know, when, <laughs> when we go to Glenn Miller concerts, you know. <laughs> and, and, and just, it's so weird how things happen. You know what I mean? I mean, here was yeah. two people that couldn't, you know, they were sitting side by side in a helicopter, literally rubbing shoulders, because, you know, most people don't realize... You know, even a relatively large, you know, aircraft, you still like, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, you're still sitting side by side. By the way, if you've seen the backlash with Southwest Airlines and the new seats. No, I haven't seen this. <laughs> this is actually sort of funny because the car guys are going like, okay, we don't understand what the problem is. Southwest Airlines decide they wanted to redesign their seats. And this is going to be the new seat that's going to go on all their new planes. And I think they're going to retrofit some of the newer ones. A company called Recaro, does that name ring a bell? Hmm, no, I don't know that name. Recaro is a very, very, very high-end seat in sports cars. If you have a, a Porsche and you have like the the you know the 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 base Porsche, it just has regular old seats in it. If it has the fancy seats, is the Recaro seats in it. And what's interesting about it is already on social media, there are people saying, "I'm not going to fly Southwest anymore. I'm going to fly Delta because I don't like the looks of those seats." They, oh come on! I, I'm telling you, they haven't sat in the seats yet. And the interesting thing is. They don't look like <laughs> traditional airline seats, and and part of the reason is uh, they've got like some. It's sort of cool because they've got a special bracket on the back of it where like if you're if you're the, you know the passenger behind the seat, you can put your iPad up there or your your oh nice you know and and stuff like that. And I think they've each one's got charging stations the whole bit. And already people are like, I can't believe they put those Recaro seats in the airplane. I'm not flying Southwest anymore. I'm going like, dude. I mean. If you're in the if you're in the car if you're a car aficionado and if someone says hey man it's got Recaro seats it could be a piece yeah, of junk yeah. well that's just and but this goes back to the theory that people hate new things and people like to criticize things that they're unfamiliar with so if you see a seat that you've never seen before you just think oh I don't want that will will they offer a lap belt extender because I just crossed the 500 pound threshold listen to you John boy you you're making enemies this morning I'm ticking off every <laughs> box that I can of people to tick off, Brad. Oh, man. We got histrionic women, <laughs> and we got people that need lap belt extenders. So there you go. <laughs> and if you go back 50 years, you don't see that kind of thing. It's just sort of weird, isn't it? You know, you look at pictures It is, and you years. don't see peanut allergies either, but go ahead. <laughs> There's a whole story behind that. Okay, we got to leave. Say goodbye, John. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of The Brad and John Show. Can you handle it?